0: here from uh, well you're solo now but you played in a uh, following universe for a long time that's how a lot of people know you but you are uh, a solo artist now you're coming out with a new record and stuff and you're talking to us th- to us th- today about that and everything and uh, you know you've had a uh, quite a quite a storied um, history up to this point you know in the band world and that whole scene and stuff and so um, what what is what has been your ride like and, you know how have you taken the past uh, you know a few years of music and the stuff you've done so up to this point
1: I mean, I, I've just had a blast, man. Like, I've, I mean, it was it was great being in full and blast, and you know, obviously got to uh, got to see the world, and you know, go on these great tours, and and play with so many of my heroes and so many of my favorite bands. You know, so that was, um, you know, the, the whole thing was just like a big, big blur, like a big five year kind of blur. You know, because it was yeah. just so crazy. Um, but, you know, since then you know it was my dream since I was like 15 to to do a power metal album, and you know I did that with my band Cry Venom. Um, we released an album in 2016, which is really fun. Um, so I got to do that, and then uh, we you know we went to Japan and played Loud Park, and we toured toured in the US. So being busy with that, and that you know that took a lot of work because obviously like you know from playing the kind of uh i don't what would you call for the robust i wouldn't even know what genre to call it like you know, what, to, like kind of like
0: to be honest i don't either like i was trying to think about that today because i was, was going to talk about your play style compared in that band compared to other bands in that genre but what genre is it you know <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah 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 I, like, I guess the alternative rock metal or uh, al- al- yeah or i mean I, I guess i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i mean going, going from from playing to that stuff to like you know, playing playing the really fast technical stuff in Cry Venom it was definitely like uh you know, it was definitely fun. It was a lot of sti- a lot of stimulation for me there too, you know, a little a big challenge and then um and then uh yeah, I, I mean I, I did my first solo album, you know, back in twenty thirteen, like right in the, the the peak of, you know, my years and falling in Fallen in Reverse. Um, and since then I just I've been so busy with, you know, other projects and, and tours and, and Whatnot that I couldn't do another solo album until until now, five years later, because I just I just didn't have the 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 means to, to, to pull it off. Because uh, you know solo albums are so much work. Like Full Number of us or uh, or Cry like most of the song, you know, there's vocals, right? And I just come in and do my solo. But when it's a solo, 100% of the time, that's like a lot of work <laughs> for me. So <laughs> so yeah, but, uh, no, I'm I'm really enjoying myself. You know, I'm um I'm just working hard and, and making. Making, I'm just having fun making music you know I think that's the most important thing I, mean, I don't really uh, I've kind of weaned out a lot of stress in my life and I just kind of I'm just kind of having fun making some crazy music so I guess that's where I'm at the moment so yeah hopefully okay. that answered your question <laughs>
0: okay, nice nice now um before before we move on and stuff you know being in that band and everything you did get to play warp tour a couple of times and stuff and so and that just yeah. clearly wrapped up and stuff so like real quick you know what is what 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 do you take away from warp tour your experience on that and what it's meant to you as a musician and stuff too because you know that's that's a part of the scene that's going to be missed by a lot of people as well and so you know just talk yeah. about that for a little bit your experience on warp tour and what that meant to you being a part of that for for a couple of years you were well that
1: that was just some of the some of the greatest times ever you know you know because it's cool because you go on tour like on the individual tour and then you go out with different bands um, and then so you you kind of build a rapport with a lot of different bands and you become friends with a lot of different bands and then um, you go out and walk to and everyone's there like everyone is hey 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 you know <laughs> so it's just it's just like a big summer long party I guess but um, yeah I mean I'm really really great I actually did a post the other day you know posted, posted a few pictures from 2011 2012 and then 2014 so I feel old now but. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I was really, really grateful to uh, to have to have done, you know, played on three of them, and then to, to headline two of them was just obviously, you know, you, you only kind of dream about that stuff. So, yeah, yeah really grateful to have done it, and um, you know, I had a blast in it, and, and, and made a lot of great friends, and um, yeah, it's something, it's, it's an experience that I'll never forget, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, and. Um, during that time too, like during these years, you know uh, what I like to do with these things is you know To get to where you are now with what you're working on about to release I like to sort of like cover the some of the stuff in the background a little bit if that's okay and um, Yeah, you know you you have you know despite being in a band that was known for Warp Tour headlining on Warp Tour You know being you know, I guess a quote-unquote scene band, you know you racked up a ton of awards for you know your individual individual playing like you know being guitarist of the year numerous publications you know well respected you know among that community and so you know what was that like having I guess you know part of you know part of your talent recognized by you know the I guess the the real metal world with your guitar playing as well as being in that scene in the warp tour world where you had like I guess the the little you know the you know like for lack of a better word you know like the fangirls after you you know that that type of stuff
1: well, that 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 was um, you know to get any kind of respect in the guitar world, like as a new dude, it, I mean it's it's that was a hard one. <laughs> you know that was that was that was very difficult because when you're in a band like full of the reverse, like anyone into like you know a shred guitar, or, like the dude wearing a pantera shirt is gonna be like, you know who you? know they ain't gonna be, they ain't yeah. gonna be. Uh, they ain't going to be the friendliest to that kind of scene. But, I, you know, I grew up, like, loving Dragon Force and, like, Symphony X and, like, all of the all, all these metal bands. I grew up loving that. But I also loved, like, I loved, the, you know, the Fast Escape the Fate album. And I loved, like, I used to listen to, like, uh, Alasana and, like, even yeah. Avenged back when they were, like, super, you know, scream a lot and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, the Atreyu and that whole... I grew up listening to all those guys, too, and Under and all that stuff. So um so i was like well i like i like it's kind of like me now i'm like well i like everything so i'm gonna play everything and just include everything i I don't want to i don't really see like oh this is this is trendy for right now oh so you have to kind of fit in with this like no screw that like (laughs) it's kind of of the same it's probably probably the same as ronnie's mindset he's like i like i like rap i like this i like that i'm gonna put that in there and i don't care you know and um and and it and it works for him, you know. So it, it, I I think I'm very similar in that way, where I'm just like I like what I like, and um, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. But but to to gain respect from, um, you know, that kind of metal world is it is it, pretty cool and it's flattering. But at the same time, it, it wouldn't and I wouldn't really change anything because I'm just like, well, I would still be doing the same thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but, it, it, but to, I mean, to get awards, of course, that that is just you know
0: incredible
1: to to sort of be recognized for what you do you know it's really it's really nice um
0: yeah i was going through like and, uh, some of those again today and i was just you know i knew you had won a few of them but you know i was going through them you know looking at all the ones you had won and i was like wow this guy has seriously won you know more than i thought he has you know and so like it's a uh, you know congratulations on all of that too and uh, we hope that you continue to to get to get to get those because you are a very talented uh guitarist
1: Oh, thank you very much. I I dabble. I try.
0: Now, something um something I want to you know talk about, you know, because you know, you talk about the solo, you know, this whole album coming up being, you know, power solo, you know, power metal solos and that kind of thing is you know, you know, going back to, you know, like we've been talking about the whole warped tour thing, even with the bands you mentioned like, you know, Alisana and and whoever else you mentioned and stuff like Following in verse wasn't a band, you know, especially you know for your work to be known to be breakdown heavy, you know. That's well, a lot of bands like that do that, but instead, you guys, you know, would would put in guitar solos instead of breakdowns and that kind of thing when you were in the band. And so, um, I guess, pulling by the curtain a little bit, you know, with 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 all the stuff the media says, with you know all the stories surrounding the band, you know, over the years, you know, what was it actually like writing music for that band and being a part of it? And you know, I guess some of the stuff people didn't see behind the curtain when when you were part of that writing writing your, your parts for that stuff and everything?
1: Well, so, I mean,
0: uh, you know, performing and reverse, it, it was mostly, like,
1: w- there, there was quite a lot of breakdowns, especially, you know, actually on the first, uh, I don't know about the last album because I wasn't, you know, involved in that, but the, the first three albums, you know, there was a lot of heavy parts and breakdowns, and we kind of, you know, kept the solos in there, too. Um, but when it came to writing I mean the first thing to realize and the first thing for like the fans to realise if they don't quite understand like what's going on is that like you know Ronnie's really upfront about it too, is that, you know, the full number verse is is really Ronnie's thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. He he, he he writes that stuff. He does like he he does, you know, almost everything. It's like it's kind of like you know, and, and that was one of the reasons for my departure for it because you know, I'm a very creative person. I love to write. I love to create. I, and if I don't have the outlet, I sort of go a little bit crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah, the full number of us is really like I kind of I, I did my guitar solo and I and I showed up and did my part and I kind of had a role, but I you know I really wanted to be more than more than that. Yeah. Um, whereas Ronnie, you know, Ronnie really liked to write a lot and in. in um, you know, take control of that creative aspect, which is great, because obviously, you know, there's some really f- fantastic songs there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so um, I can't remember what the question was now. But yeah, but, but, but as far as the, um, you know, creative aspect, um, you know, it, w- it was definitely fun because, you know, he, he would have a song, you know, with a producer or whatever, they are send you a back and check, the, like, for example, like, Good Girls, Bad Guys medical progression, like hey shred on this. I'm like okay, <laughs> that's what I do, you know. So okay. so that was really fun for me, and and you know even to this day when people are like hey I want a guest solo, you know I'm like cool shoot me the back end and I and I do my thing over it, and that's one of my favorite things to do. I really I really enjoy doing that. Okay. Um But as far as like you know main songwriting, I uh I, I I needed an outlet for that which I didn't really have, so you know hence Cry Venom and hence my solo stuff.
0: Yeah, so. You know, just, you know, I guess being suffocated in a way, I guess not having, you know, having to start the, the solo stuff and the side project and stuff to do that. Like, was there was there still some frustrations there, like you maybe just wanting to, like hearing hear, hearing someone else's work, like hearing his work, what he's doing, him, you know, asking you to put your touch on it. But then like you, you have all these ideas in your head wanting to like, hey, well, maybe if we just do this here with this guitar part you know, and trying to be a little bit more involved. Was that ever, like, you know, something that you felt kind of suffocated on? Because that temptation was there to try to do that, but, you know, you couldn't because it was all him writing it. Well, no, it it wasn't that I couldn't. You know, that was was definitely – it it,
1: it was just uh, – how how can I put it? It was – what can I say? I'm trying to say It was – this is really difficult. <laughs> no, I think um I, I also think at that time I was really really wrapped up in a in a whole different wildest music and a whole different genre. And um although I had demos that I wanted to do for Fallen and stuff like that, I it just um it just kind of went on the shelf a little bit. So, you know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of my ideas and a lot of my outlet came out on the Cry Venom album, Vanquish the Demon, but obviously it's a completely different genre. We, you know, we still had have, still have some heavy breakdowns, and obviously there's a lot of solos on there and stuff, but I think I was really wrapped up in really wanting to do, you know, power metal or speed metal or, you know, whatever you'd call that. So I, I was really um, really wrapped up in writing that thing, and I kind of, I kind of focused on that um, while I was in the band and just kind of put my mind into doing that. Okay. Um and then obviously obviously had a solo album release. So I, you know, any of those creative urges kind of went straight in, just channeled it into straight into my own stuff because then I'm like, well, you know, I I there's really um I can really do whatever I want, you know, with with Craven and and solo stuff. So okay. it was kind of uh that's kind of where my mind was at.
0: Okay. And now you do have a coming up in a couple months actually. Well, it is August, so next month actually, uh, you do have a new solo record coming out and everything, along with a, a tour and stuff. And so, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, you 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 have some collaborations on here, you know, with those you know, people from Issues and all that and everything. And so, you know, what's been this collaborative experience like? You know, working with all these different uh, creators and stuff on, on your project.
1: Oh, you know, it's, it's always a blast. Like, um, yeah, like I said, it's my first solo record in five years, so. Um you know, it's definitely a evolution from the, from the Fast album. Um, but it's it, like, I, I've got, I really wanted, um, a lot of funk kind of slap style bass in there. Cause I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm just getting old or whatever, but I've been really getting into like a lot of fusion and, and jazz and kind of real, real muso stuff. Um, so obviously Skyler from issues is just phenomenal bass player. You know, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite musicians, um, and I think in the scene is probably probably one of you know one of the main dudes that just like really really stands out yeah, in terms yeah. of musicality. Um, so I was like, and you know, I'm, I I I've talked with those guys. We toured with them in South America and walked tour and walk tours, stuff like that. So um, I just I said, Skylar, hey, do you want to come and play on the album? And he he seemed pretty stoked to do it. So uh, he 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 laid down tracks on a bass tracks on most of the album and. You know, first thing you'll probably notice when you listen to it is how thick the bass is, Um, and uh, uh, Dylan Howard, track the drums, my buddy, um, phenomenal drummer. Um, A few of the the bass tracks tracked by Greg Cash, who um, plays in uh, Josh Todd in the Conflict. You know Josh Todd, Um, so uh, he plays for them. So and and also uh, my friend Aaron Corner from the band um, uh, Rings of Saturn, yeah, really really heavy. Uh he it's kind of ironic <laughs> but he play he plays on like a super fusion kind of jazzy track, which is cool 'cause he he, he got to do something different, so he kinda of featured on that. Um so yeah, so uh the album's produced by Charles Nasabo that did um, you know, the Crow Venom album and he's worked with Davy Suicide and um he he worked on the uh, just like you for the last record. I think he worked on Coming Home as as well. Okay. And uh, really a really talented producer, so so um yeah, he took care of the uh, production and mixing and mastering, and just got the masters back the other day and really happy with it. And yeah, so it's just always a blast collaborating with really great musicians, and um, you know, it's, it, it kind of fuels you to to make the make the final product better too, because you're working with people that are on that same wavelength, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and one thing about Sky and Issues is like, you know, I agree with everything you said about them too, because I think they are probably one of the most uh, underrated technical bands because they, if you peel back the pop and electronics there's a lot you know they they are a very technical you know proggy type of band and so like i love that oh you, definitely that you touched on that
1: yeah and, and yeah yeah but um yeah you know, so. and, and, and Ty- tyler as well a lot of vocalists man. yeah like, dude, everyone in that band just slays everyone is so <laughs> talented you know they're, they're such a talented band you know it's like if i could if you if you could say i could jump on any any walk to a band if I could join, I'd, I'd be like, I want to be in Issues, straight up. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sick.
0: Awesome. I love that band. Awesome. Yeah, and so um, yeah, with this album and everything, how um, you know, gosh, you know, like you know, Sky from Issues, and then you, you know, you're talking about um, uh, Aaron from Rings of Saturn. You know, all these, uh, you know, all these different genres, you know, mixing together, you know, for this and everything. So what, what was? You know, what was your, your mindset during all this? Were you feeling pressure, or were you just, like, having a blast, just asking all your friends to help out? Like, what was your, I guess, your anxieties, and what was your mental, you know, mental state like tr- trying to put this all together?
1: So my, my mental state was, like, I was really, um, you know, after doing Vanquish the Demon, the Cry Venom album, I don't know if you've heard the album, but um, the album's just, uh, it's, it's pretty insane, right? Like, it's, like, really over the top. And, you know, it's just, it's just constant, um just a constant attack of just crazy music for an hour, you know. So after after we did the Crow Venom album, I just felt so burnt, like I had really nothing left in me, and um, and I'd already, you know, talked to the producer and already booked time uh, to have me have me go out and start recording my solo album, and I'm thinking, oh man, like I just I don't <laughs> I don't feel like I have anything <laughs> in me right now. I, I need to. I've never had that before in my life. I've never had it. Had a, I used to be able to write, 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 write constantly. I'd never, never run out of ideas, never get tired. But for the first time in my life, I had it where I was like, well, I just I feel, I feel really burnt out. Like I need like a, I need a vacation, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, um. So, so I, I kind of thought, hey, you know what? I'm gonna like write ten back backing tracks that are like really cool and fun. And then I'm going to record them and then I'm just going to like improv and shred over it and just, you know, try and, try and do the best I can. And, um, so instead of me, you know, getting into this really inspirational zone that I have done before, I kind of channeled it from a different place. I kind of, I kind of sort of surrendered. I kind of, I kind of just let it go and stopped worrying about it and just said, just write, just play and just channeled it from a different place. And, and I think it came out being the most, uh, definitely the best thing I've done to date. You know, um, in in terms of uh, you know technicality and all the different genres mixed together, and just uh, my 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 playing's definitely evolved too. So, um, and this is a time when I was I was just practicing so hard at my guitar that I I feel like it definitely definitely leveled up from where I was at before. Um, so. Yeah, I'm really, really happy with it. I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic, you know. So I can't wait to drop it. But um, so, so yeah, it kind of came from a place of just being burnt out and just kind of, <laughs> kind of giving up, <laughs> and just letting, it, letting it come from a different, yeah. different place. And 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 it, and I don't know. It sounds different from a, uh, different from my other stuff, but still very much the same. If that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. What's interesting to me, especially for instrumental artists and and bands and stuff, is that a lot of Bands, you know, they, you know, the singer is the one writing the lyrics or somebody in the band's writing lyrics to express where they are in a moment in time. But with with instrumental bands, you kind of have to let your music speak for that in a way and stuff. And so, you know, how, how I guess what, what part of this record would you, I guess, if, if you had to label any part of it, the quote-unquote lyrics that reflect where you are or where you were, what you were feeling? Is it just, you know, the whole thing Oz 1 or is there a different moods and different songs that you wrote that when you're feeling a certain way, like how does this album speak to your emotions and, and your, uh, and your feelings and everything? Well, the the whole
1: album's called called life imitating art mm-hmm. because um, I just wanted to, um, to sort of encapsulate uh, basically how, I, how I was feeling. Um, and I've like, as in the last couple of years, you know, like back when I was in Full and reverse, you know, I, I really had a lot of anxiety, and I was I was very very shy back then. Like any any interviews with me, I was like I barely talked. I couldn't look anyone in the eye, and you know everything everything blew up. And I was like twenty one, twenty two year old kid, you know. And I and I felt like a kid, you know. And all this stuff that the band just blew up mm-hmm. overnight, literally overnight, and it was just so it's, to, for for to being such a shy kid and and really like not coming out of my shell at all it was just so much to take in and um, I, I did my best to try and try and deal with it. And it was really weird having all of this attention and, and doing interviews and having cameras in my face and, and people taking pictures and stuff like that all the time. It was really just really, really crazy for me. Um, and uh, you know, it's, it's probably something that you never really get used to, but um, and, and, and not in any ungrateful way. It, it, it was, it was great that it was happening. I was really I was stoked, you know, but it was it was quite it was quite um, extreme to deal with. I never had to deal with anything like that before. Yeah. So, um, where am I going with this? I can't remember what I was going to say with this. So, I, yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I honestly can't remember where I was going with this story. <laughs> you were talking about uh,
0: the the name of the album and stuff, and uh, reflecting how you're feeling when you wrote it and everything.
1: Oh yeah 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 yeah. So so coming from that, I, I've, you
0: know, as I as I got older, I
1: started you know doing a lot more work on myself, and you know I started started reading a lot of books on, you know, meditation and, 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 um, sort of Buddhist traditions and stuff like that. And, um, you know, that's where the song titles like Awakener come from. And there's a song called nowhere to look, but inside and soul shines through. And it kind of, the, the songs kind of reflect kind of what's going on with me, you know, right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm, uh, I, I, I feel like I'm sort of waking up a little bit, you know, I don't I I don't want to fool myself. I feel like I'm uh like all the anxiety and all the fear and all the shyness and all the stuff that I was dealing with, you know, in my early twenties and being in that band. Um and it, and it 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 was just sort of preconditioned stuff, you know, that I've had my whole life and, and just learning to deal with it and cope with it, I I've um started to sort of just let go and just I I've, and, and since I've done that I've started to start to enjoy my enjoy my life a lot more and that's kind of Kind of where this music comes from basically just kind of screwing around with the music and just having fun with it and like i said channeling, channeling it from a different place okay. um if, if that makes any sense at all yeah, yeah um absolutely. so yeah so um that, that's where the, the name life imitating art comes from because it's my life but it's my art and i don't know whatever <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Right. I, i'm I'm trying to get little deep but I'm just confusing everyone.
0: <laughs> no you're good man. And before we jump into like some of the fan questions here, people can go get that right now. i will or pre order it at uh jackie vincent merch dot correct okay. yeah that's, I had that's right awesome.
1: and you do that have- really helps me out too that helps me out too, so go grab a t-shirt
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny how you, yeah that's an, a side note. It's funny how you said go grab a T shirt and versus a CD like five years ago, bands people were like go grab a CD and T shirt. But it's so interesting how like it's all T shirts now and versus uh versus records and yeah physical records. Yeah, it's is not to me. So
1: yeah, I mean I don't even have I hate to say it, but I don't even have CDs like at, at home anymore unless it's like if it's like a CD that. It's just really special to me. Like for example, like oh, yeah. a like a like a like a Jason Becker album or like something like that that I love that I can't let go of. I'll I'll keep I'll keep that. But you know, most of my um, my I'm I'm somewhat of a minimalist. I try and you know, okay. I, I try and cut down on how much stuff I have. Like I think I have like you know six or seven guitars, and then like I like I, I have the same the same jeans I've had since 2014. I haven't bought <laughs> any new clothes in like four years. Like. I'm I'm like a, a real sort of minimalist, so I am okay. um, like all my all my CDs are gone and DVDs and stuff like that. So
0: okay, yeah. that's interesting. That's, a, that's an interesting fact. So I, I, I'm adding <laughs> I'm adding to the problem. I'm adding to the problem. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So uh, um I do I we you saw the post and I appreciate you uh, sharing our post today about uh, people getting in and asking sending us questions to ask you and stuff. And so. A a lot of them are very similar in a way, so I I, I'm gonna break them up into like three different categories. And one of them is you know tour, like you know you're about to go out on tour and stuff. It's a lot of you know looks like Midwest dates. It's it's a short run, but a lot of people are asking when you come to when you come to New York, when you come to UK, you know when you you know when you coming here here here. And so like what are what are the I guess the ultimate fan question for that one is uh what what are more tour dates? When can people expect you across the U S. or across the rest of the world and stuff?
1: Okay, so so here's to here's to everyone asking those questions. First of all, thank you. Like the fact that you guys even want to come out and see a show is like just insane to me. So that's really cool. Thank you. Um, the the reason I haven't come to your cities or your towns uh, in the last however long is not because I don't want to. It's because I I haven't been able to. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but I've uh, I've I finally got. A, I book an agent who's really, really cool. He's been helping me book, you know, these shows and these tours. Um and I you know, after coming out full in reverse for a couple of years, it was really difficult for me to get, you know, to get a good team behind me to, to, to really help me and push me. So I'm kinda of sitting there in my house with my guitar, like, hey, like you know, I want to play shows and, and, and you know, I'd like like book booked top the cry venom tour myself and like, you know, I was booking shows myself and it was just it was so, so difficult, you know. Um, but to have a have a booking agent, and have a team now, that's really really cool and really helping me a lot. That's um, that's why I'm able to like go on this run and and uh, you know you guys keep coming to the shows, grabbing much and then um, you know I'm gonna be in your town as as soon as possible. You know, there's there's no reason why I won't be in your city playing a show as soon as I possibly can. You know. Okay,
0: awesome. And um, the second one, uh, the second group of questions, I would I would chalk up to all just being more like as a musician and tips and stuff like that a lot of people are wanting to know mm-hmm. how often you spend practicing your your sweeps you know how often how long it, you know you, you practice and, and and some guys are wanting to know like you know when you started you know how do you stay motivated how do you stay uh dedicated to learning this craft and everything like that so basically uh, what's your routine you know how often do you practice and what are some i guess tips for people to keep at it when they get burned out
1: so the the, the way to keep motivated and keep going is you, you need to uh you need to trick yourself into kind of um, getting that that buzz whenever you practice. So, like for example, like if you play if you play video games, like or like if you play like Call of Duty or or like do 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 you play video games?
0: I do, I do. I, I'm a PlayStation Four person.
1: Oh, so what 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 are you playing right now?
0: Uh, right now I've been on, a have been on a, a Grand Theft Auto kick with all that new stuff they have. <laughs> so I'm, I'm,
1: I'm interviewing you now. Oh, it's the GTA, right? So yeah. GTA, probably when you like unlock stuff or you get new stuff, you get that buzz, right? You're like, yeah, like you, you've like leveled up or whatever it is, right? You probably get, yeah, you, yeah. You, I don't know if you're, you're conscious of it, but like yeah. that little buzz, that's what gets you addicted and that's what keeps you playing a video game to where you like wake up and you're like, oh, I have to play that video game. <laughs> like whatever it is, you know, right? but you, you need to get that same buzz when you play guitar or when you play an instrument. You, you need to train yourself to get that same buzz. Cause it's that same buzz that, um, that is going to push you forward and, and build the momentum to, to you getting to a certain level. Um, so my thing was final fantasy, right? I love final fantasy. That, that's, that's, you know, that's my game. So, um, Whenever my character would level up, I'd be like, yeah, like I'd be stoked, I'd get a little buzz. And I kind of, I was like conscious of it. And I could see, see, even when I was a little kid, I used to play those games, I used to realize I used to get really excited when it happened. And I realized as an adult, I was like, wait, that same feeling I get when I practice my guitar and I finish a really good practice schedule, I get that same feeling as like when I played those games when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, it's that same, it must be that same part of your brain or something. But as long as you can, you can develop that and build on that. And if you're playing piano, you're playing guitar, you're playing bass, whatever it is, as long as you get that little buzz, um, that's not going to go away easily. So just go with it and and let that be your motivation to keep making you better and better and better. Um, That's probably the best piece of advice I could give you. Um, as far as practice schedules go, um, I, if you go to my YouTube channel, I I honestly don't know what my username is for it. I think it's like I think it's like YouTube user Jackie Vincent Guitar or something like that. I don't know. But if you if you go to my Awakener video, my new song, just go and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, anyone that's listening, and um, I have a video on there about practice routines that I made um, that you can just look at. It'll, it'll explain everything. Uh, sort of my practice schedule and how I practice, and, and how to be strategic with practicing. So all the information will be in there. So go subscribe to my YouTube, and uh, that that will explain it a lot better than okay. uh, me right now. <laughs>
0: okay. And then um, um, two more. Uh, a lot of people are obviously asking, you know, following verse stuff. A lot of them are wanting to know, would you ever collaborate with them again, or or perform, or or do a song? And then the last one's actually this last question here is actually a really good one. Um, the only person who asked, asked something like this, his name's Captain Jackie Boy. He wants to know uh, when you're not on a road. I guess more so for a starting musician, what's a good way to have a second source of income, or what advice could you give somebody who wants to make a living off of music? I guess with side hustles and all that and all that stuff too.
1: So, the, I mean, the thing to do really is that I mean, no matter what you do, whether you do music or whether you, um, you know, you work in an office, it doesn't matter what you do the fact of the matter is, is that you need positive cash flow, right? So that means you need to be making more than you're spending each month. So if if you can get yourself in that position, um, then that's when you can start putting money in your savings and then start, you know, investing the rest. And investing is really important. Like every, if you, let's say you make 500 bucks, you need to look at that 500 bucks and be like, okay, how can I turn this 500 bucks into a thousand, you know? Mm -hmm. And you need, you need to think like that. And, And for me, it's like, hey, if I if I make money through through teaching or whatever it is, and and I have you know enough to that I don't have to immediately spend, I have enough that I can save or invest. I'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to go and print a corny cool t-shirt or have a corny cool t-shirt designed and, and invest in that, and then I'll print print that and you know ship that out. And then there's all this ways of trying to make your money grow, and um, it is it is quite difficult depending on kind of what level you're at. Um, I know with music is very, very difficult, but, well, depending on what position you're in. Um, but, you know, me, for example, like I have my online store, so whenever someone goes on there and grabs like a poster or a T-shirt, that helps out like tremendously. That helps me out so much, you know? Okay. But like I have like my tabs on there, like transcribing's a good thing, like especially if you like do technical technical guitar stuff, you know, there's going to be people that want to learn how to do that, so having your tablature is good. Um, you know, uh, Doing clinics, they're really good. You know, like master classes and guitar stores, or whatever. I, I don't do very many of them anymore. I definitely want to do some more. Um, you know, touring. Um, if you can, if you can break even on tour or even make money, you know, that's that's a really great thing. Um, but you know, for me, so for me, I, I teach. You know, three four days out of the week, I have private students, and um, then I have students on Skype. You know, from all over the world and then i have my online store and um then i have like uh, yeah, it's it's basically that and then there's a little bit of passive income from from royalties and stuff that you know it's, it's really not enough to live off of but it's something that helps you know so there there's there, it's basically about um just trying to have as many low income streams as you can and and just being smart as smart as you can to kind of um survive <laughs> so they yeah. can keep making music basically it's tough you know I'm not gonna lie it's tough but it's uh, if it's what you want to do then that's more important than the the money anyway
0: okay exactly exactly and then um, yeah the last last group or just people you know just you know fans just curious if you would uh ever collaborate or work with you know following um again if the opportunity came up like whether it be a song or, or a show or something like that
1: you know what's funny is that like even when I left um, I kind of have felt in the back of my mind, or like somewhere deep down, like I feel like I'm gonna be on the stage with them again at some point <laughs> in my life. And I'm not like I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that to try and like create any kind of buzz yeah, or like, yeah. you know, or, or to get kids talking or whatever. I'm, um, I'm sure like no one cares anyway. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I've right always there. had that. <laughs> I, I've always had that. I've always kind of had that deep feeling that that wasn't the end, even though it was the end. You know, like, and in, in, I don't know if that's a good intuition or what, but I, I just felt like one day. I don't know if it's going to – I don't know. I, I'm predicting this right now. I don't know if in, like, a few years there's going to be, like, a 10-year anniversary of the drug you the and then we'll go out and do that or something. Like, I, I don't know, but that's kind of my prediction right now. Remember how, like, The Simpsons predicted that, like, Donald Trump would be president oh, yeah, kind of yeah. thing? <laughs> it's, 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 kind of like a, it's kind of like a prediction like yeah. that but I, I, I don't know i don't know it's, it's more of an intuition thing but you know uh i, I don't know the answer to that you know it's definitely a i'm very grateful for that time in my life i got to do some really cool stuff and and you know um be a part of some great music and um meet so many cool fans and um see the world but whether it happens again if there's a show i, I really can tell you I, I i really don't know
0: okay awesome well uh Jackie, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for uh, sitting here on the phone and doing this with us, and uh, we're definitely looking forward to listening to your album. Awesome. Thank you, Trenton, and Thank uh, thank you,
1: everyone that's listening.